Hi, I'm Amanda. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of the Best Life Moms Club and hosts of That Pregnancy Podcast. We are two moms with a bunch of kids under the age of three. Five to be exact. And we know firsthand how hard it is to be a mom. So we're talking about all the topics that no one ever talked to us about. And not only is it hard being a mom, but it can be lonely and isolating, which is another reason why we're here to help moms like you know that you're not alone. Now, it's important to know that we are not doctors or medical professionals in any way. So always talk to your doctor or healthcare provider with any questions or concerns about your health or the health of your baby. We are moms sharing our lived experience and talking about all things pregnancy and life as a mom. So let's have a chat. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of That Pregnancy Podcast. This week, Amanda and I are talking about our pros and cons about finding out the gender or not finding out the gender. So let's start the ball rolling on finding out the gender. Now, I I know the answer and I'm going to guess some of our listeners could probably already know the answer if they've listened to past episodes, but did you find out the gender or did you not find out the gender of your three children? So for the twins, I did find out. Uh, And so originally what happened was when we found out we were pregnant, we decided we weren't going to find out the gender of the baby. Before I was 12 weeks pregnant, we had to tell Uh, our family because we were going on vacation and I wouldn't be drinking. We told them we're pregnant and we were not going to find out the sex of the baby. 12 week scan comes around. Lo and behold, there are two babies. (laughs) Surprise. (laughs) So as soon as we found out that there were two babies, Keith turned to me and said, well, there's your surprise. (laughs) And then we decided we needed to know what we were having because were we having two boys? Were we having two girls? Were we having one of each? So lo and behold, it was two little boys. And what about you, Katie? Did you find out? Well, uh, no. So both times I did not find out. Um, so I flip-flopped a lot. Um, when I was pregnant with Freya, I was very much of the mindset of I need to find out. I think I had this thing in my head where I was like, I'm a personality who likes to prepare, even though I'm a huge procrastinator, I still like to prepare for things. So I had it in my head that I need to find out what the gender of the baby is because then I can prepare for a baby. I can, you know, get some outfits. I can, you know, start decorating a nursery. And then I started to think a little bit like, okay, outfits are easy to come by, not too big of a deal. You know, they can be girly, they can be more masculine, or they can be neutral, gender neutral. And so I was like, okay, maybe that's not such a hard argument. And like right off the bat, Peter was like, no, I don't want to find out. So why did he not want to find out? His position for not finding out, and which, you know, really... I now wholeheartedly agree with was um, his position was there are so few true surprises in life. 
to, that you have absolutely no idea about, like absolute true surprises in life that like they're so rare that a su- not finding out the gender of the baby is one of those things. And why not take this opportunity to experience one of those real life true surprises? And so it's funny you say that because a friend of mine who found out found out for both of her kids what they were in advance. We were talking about it the one day, and I said the same thing about why why originally we didn't want to find out what the what our baby was before we found out we were having twins, and then we didn't find out with Caroline just to do something a little different. Um, but she said like. She's like, I was still surprised. I just got surprised before the baby came out. So she's like, it still was a big surprise, whether you find out at 20 weeks or you find out at 40 weeks. That's true. I just think maybe, so like maybe to counter it, like my thought process on that is like, there's just that extra buildup time to like build the anticipation. Because there's something about the having people try and guess and figure out and go on their hunches and like the old wives tale, like Mm -hmm. little tests and things to see, like, I think that's really fun. And I like, I, you know, last week we talked about our, our episode about, you know, posting our pregnancy announcements and, you know, I, and one for the dramatic, I guess you could say that I like to be a little dramatic. So it doesn't come as a surprise, I guess, thinking reflectively that I like the idea of building up that anticipation and shocking everyone. But I do agree with your friend who said like, you know, 20 weeks, 40 weeks. And originally, before I had the boys, my whole thing was at the end, you don't know, it gives you that little extra push at the end when you're trying to get the baby out. Oh, that's a really good idea. Right? I had never because it's that little bit like, what is it? Like, come on. Yeah, like that last that was my original thinking, to, actually. Yeah, yeah, that last piece to just get out. Yeah. It's interesting. That wouldn't have become one of my arguments, but I think that's a really neat way to position it and like a mindset piece of saying, like, okay, like you have one more push, that would be an amazing support person thing to say. But that like, was that was my whole thinking. <laughs> like, it really was. Yeah. That, but like, really, like, you need to like, how people have sometimes people women have birth plans and ideas. And like, you go to your support person, you're like, when I say I can't do this, I need you to tell me this line and just have it <laughs> scripted, or have it on a post it. No, post note would be too small. But like, come into labor and delivery with a sign made for you like one more push and you find out what you're having yeah exactly that would be great yeah although you're pushing you might be squinty eyed so you might not be able to read you your might sign. Not see. so have your support person tell it but i think that's a really great position it could, it could be a chant what oh, am i having what I'm, am i having <laughs> almost there i'm gonna find out almost uh, there i love yeah. that that's good. Well, I mean, you know what? I also had someone tell me that really resonated with me when they said, like, why are you going to find out? Because they also had the position of the one true surprise in life. But they said to me, why do you need to find out whether it's a boy or a girl? What does it matter? Every baby pees and poops. It doesn't matter if it comes out of 
a vagina or a penis. Like ultimately there's a bum. So there's poop on either of them. There's pee on either of them. It doesn't matter if it's coming out of a penis or a vagina. And I was like, okay, like that makes sense to me too. Obviously yeah. I was very wishy-washy and impressionable, but ultimately I was, I'm very happy with not finding out because we did it again with Finn. So it's funny because there were, there are definitely pros and cons to doing it both ways. So my cousin who Katie also knows, she decided to not find out for the first two. She had a girl and then a boy. And then the last one she found out for, <laughs> and they found out that it was a boy. And they're kind of glad that they did because their older daughter, she really wanted a little girl. She really wanted a sister. She already had a brother. She really wanted a sister. So she was a little bit disappointed, but she had lots of time to get over it. And then when they found out that it was a boy, she ended up coming over to my house and she's like, well, here's all the girl clothes because I just had Caroline. So she cleaned out half the clothes that she had stashed away. So it worked out okay. That I totally understand because my yeah. house is full of totes of clothes. Because yeah. I'm like, you know, if I have another one, now I have one of each. Like I don't want, I can't get rid of any clothes. No, definitely so I understand not. that position. But yeah. so Amanda, you, because you found out with the boys and then with Caroline, you decided not to find out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you've done both. So yeah. do you have one that maybe you enjoyed more? Like, I, although you can't say that you enjoyed one more than the other because, you know, you've got the, healthy babies out honest, of it. They were two totally different experiences and I'm kind of glad I did it both ways. So some of the things that I liked about knowing, um, and you can run through the, the list of not knowing, but I'll talk about knowing. And uh, some of the things I liked were, um, I was mentally prepared for having two boys. And if you listened to our very first podcast ever, it was about gender disappointment and how I'd always thought that I would have a girl and then I was having these two boys and I was devastated. So I think like if you have in your mind that you really want one sex, it's kind of a good idea to find out because I would have been so much more devastated um, if I had the baby and it was a boy than if I like then me finding out at 20 weeks and having almost 20 weeks to come around and get into the boy mom mode. And it could be said, like, if you really want a boy and you ended up having a girl, like, it goes both ways. But gender disappointment was something awful that I went through. And, like, I honestly thought I lost my mind. <laughs> um, so I was kind of glad that we had found out just so that I could be mentally prepared for it. The other plus side was it allowed me to register for some items because these were our first babies that were tailored towards boys, like nursery items that I knew would stay in their bedroom um, and clothing, stuff like that. Now, if you're going to get some of the big items, I would try to get gender neutral. Like if you're getting like a, like a jumper roo, for example, you could get a princess jumper roo or you could get something that's a little more gender neutral. <laughs> yeah. It really it's a princess everything. I was going to say, it only is like, hardcore princess and then gender neutral there's nothing that's really like hyper masculine but there's 
hyper feminine princess for sure. Yeah. So yeah. many baby things, but then it, everything else is kind of more gender neutral. Yeah, it, it actually shocked me at how many like really super girly big ticket items you could buy. Like things with like princess everything. Or chandeliers. Yes. Like the the swings with chandeliers. Chandeliers, yeah. <laughs> Just over the top. So if you're thinking you're gonna have more than one baby, like you might want to get something gender neutral. Just when it comes to the big ticket items. I agree with that. The um other thing that was kind of cool about finding out the gender ahead of time was we did a gender reveal. So although, although I was still a little bummed out when we did the gender reveal, um, looking back, it was still a time where we got to have a party about our children. Like it was for our kids, even though they weren't born yet, but it was a celebration of them before they were born and our family got together and everyone found out and everyone was super excited. So that was actually a really nice memory to have and a really nice way to celebrate the baby with just our immediate family. Uh, the other fun thing was when I had baby showers, people were guessing boys' names. So if you're stuck on what you're going to name your kid, it's actually fun to see what other people think you should name your kid. Yeah, and then and then reach out to Amanda because she is the queen of names. Oh, yes, she I will, love, love names, yeah. She will help you find a name 100%. And it's funny because everyone was giving me all these these names of things that I could name my, my sons, and we'd already named them like when we were dating. We joked, if we have twin boys, we're going to name them Porter and Cooper because that's our mom's maiden names. And then what did we end up having? Twin boys. <laughs> so it worked out. So one of the things that I didn't like as much knowing the sex of the babies ahead of time was at the very end, even though I was having a C-section and not giving birth, it's the whole push thing that the very, at the finish line, right? So with the boys, I knew they were boys. I knew what their names were. The only thing is I hadn't actually seen them yet. So for me, it wasn't quite as exciting as when Caroline was born. We had no clue. In fact, I thought I was having another boy. Like in my head, totally thought it was a boy. Totally having a bit of a meltdown because Keith told me the day beforehand that he didn't really like our boy's name. <laughs> and um, yeah. And so it was, it was a big, it what really was a big surprise, Caroline, right? And the boys, it just wasn't as much of a surprise. The surprise came when our parents came in to see them and we got to tell them what the boys' names were uh, versus with Caroline, everyone walked in and they immediately saw the pink hat and knew it was a girl. I'm glad that you shared that because it's something that I would never have thought of. Like you've already named them. You already know that they're boys. Yeah. And that's, that's really interesting. So for me, it really was, it was, it was kind of cool to do it both ways. And I'm kind of glad that we did it both ways. I think I would have preferred not knowing for the first one, if it was just a single baby and then maybe finding out for the second one. The thing that would have been nice about finding out with Caroline would have been, we could have prepared the boys for having a sister, whereas we just prepared them for having a baby. Right. So that's why I would, I would say if I was going to do it both ways, I would not find out first and then find out the second time personally. That's yeah. interesting. So what was it that you loved about not finding out? I know we kind of already talked a bit about this, but 
I love the drama of it, like the shock. And like, I don't know. So because my situations are a little bit different than more common because both of them are preemies. Like there's lots of drama. (laughs) I know. I'm just, I, I didn't think that I was like dramatic, but through this podcast, I'm slowly finding out that I am dramatic, <laughs> but, um, I don't know. Like I loved the surprise of it. I will say that like, given our circumstance with Freya being a preemie, the negative piece was it was that there was so much fear for me, for us, or like for me in particular about, okay, she's being born at 34 weeks, which is kind of like that marker of like 34 weeks is kind of the earliest cutoff that you're like, okay, things can be okay. Um, prior to 34 weeks, you know, there's a lot more complications. They're not quite um, as developed. Yeah. And um, I, I think I missed some of the, it's a girl, like the surprise of like, oh my gosh, what is it? It was more like, oh my gosh, is she, is like, is it okay? And then with Finn, I was like, okay, I was totally down for not finding out because I liked the surprise. I liked the surprise of, you know, I liked that piece. And then we had more surprise of, again, being born at 34 weeks. And I think now this might just be my mindset, but because we didn't find out, you know, there are a difference, there is a difference between boys and girls, um, just like what I've been told by, by doctors and nurses anecdotally, and there's some research that started to come out about it, about the strength, like women are, are, female babies are always considered stronger, like they breathe faster, they just do, they recover from birth a lot easier um, than boys, and I, I think hindsight now having gone through a massive trauma with Finn uh, when he was born, I think I might've maybe been a little bit more mentally prepared for the trauma, not for it actually happening, but like going into the situations with even just being aware, like, okay, he's a boy. There could be more complications being born at 34 weeks than Freo being born at 34 weeks because she was a girl. Interesting. I don't know. Maybe it's me processing the trauma and, and dealing with that. And, you know, the idea of Peter and I wanting to have another baby and hoping to have another baby. The question is like, if we do get pregnant, are we going to find out the next baby's gender? And part of me is like, I don't know, because if it's a boy, I don't know if I need to mentally prepare myself for the potential of another trauma. Because I've been told realistically by many doctors, like realistically, you're, the odds are not in your favor that you will be caring full term. Like the odds are that you'll probably have a preemie. Yeah. It might not be the trauma that, that Finn had. No. And that trauma could have happened to anybody. Um, But I think in my mindset, I am like, do I need to find out to prepare in case something happens again? And I think that's just me, reco- like me processing and, you know, dealing with it. But yeah. there's that question now that hangs in the air of like, if we do get pregnant with another, another child, do we find out? Because yeah. I love the surprise, but do I need that for my sanity? Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know. 
but I, I do love the surprise. Um, and like I said, like some women will need to find out for their sanity. If you're going to be disappointed, if it's one sex or the other, find out for your sanity so you can process everything, right? Oh, absolutely. I highly recommend our episode on gender disappointment because it is something that is very rarely spoken about by, by moms. Seen in all these mom groups that people, I see these women who are pregnant posting and saying, I've just found out that I'm having whatever and I am heartbroken and I now feel like a terrible person because they don't know that gender disappointment is something that actually exists. Yeah. I guess nobody talks about it. So, you know, absolutely. If you know someone going through it, highly recommend our episode with a caveat of keep in mind that was our very first ever <laughs> podcast. Yeah. <laughs> our ever first ever episode. And, uh, so we were, you know, feeling things out. <laughs> we were a little shaky, <laughs> just a little, but yeah. the information in the experience is what is valuable in that because yeah. that is totally something that doesn't get spoken about. And if that's something that you either experienced in a previous pregnancy or have this, your heart set on a certain gender, then it's probably a good idea to find out so that you can yeah. process that information either way. It's, it is it is kind of neat to do it both ways, not going to lie, but everyone ultimately needs to think about it and determine what they, what they want to do for themselves. Like, do you want to be super prepared and be able to register for everything pink or blue? <laughs> um, you know, do you want to have the gender reveal party or you know, do you want everyone to be surprised when they walk into the hospital and they see a pink or a blue hat, right? It's completely up to you. There's no right way or wrong way to do it, right? No, and then on top of it, you brought up a really good point too about if you are thinking that you are a one and done type of person, like you're going to have one kid and you're mm -hmm. done, that might make you lean towards one way or the other. But if you're thinking multiple children, like you would hope for multiple children or might want them and you're thinking about register like items to register going for gender neutral really does is very helpful I like I 100% yeah. agree with that there's yeah. there's that money sense piece on that which I would never have thought of like when I'm like do I find out the gender oh am I having multiple kids like that would never have crossed my mind when I was pregnant. Oh, really? With no, I think we've established in previous episodes that I'm pretty oblivious when I was pregnant with Freya. <laughs> Everyone is when it's their first one. That's why we're doing what we're doing. <laughs> Educating women so that they're not alone. Thank you for listening to this episode of That Pregnancy Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for an upcoming show, we would love to hear from you. You can connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Best Life Moms Club. Until next time.